I'm Patrick. I'm Will. You say this is wow. Well. Uh, you didn't even do it screwing right. it up. <laughs> <laughs> so do we? Nope, this is it. This is the intro. <laughs> and, <I'm... laughs> and we are Guys with Issues. <laughs> You didn't even let me say it. I'm Chris. No, you, you said your words. <laughs> wow. You said your words. Wow. <laughs> you, sir, are... Changing it up today. Changing it Dude. up. Disruptive. Man. Disruptive, man. Structure Steve is not going to like that. Disruptive, nope. man. That is the, his villain. <laughs> Disruptive, man. Wow. I'm slightly annoying. I am disruptive, oh, man. I already had. I I came up. <laughs> I don't know why. And I guess my brain I'm works this way. <laughs> but Chris was talking about how we do our intro. I'm like immediately two ways to throw them off popped into my head. So I've got the other one already ready to go. Oh man! Wow. I am wow. So derail. Uh, what we're talking about in this issue is the Flash. The movie and Flashpoint, the that, comic. You know, th- okay. That, this is this is a good episode for that because that was the fastest we have gotten <laughs> off track. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh man, he's channeling his inner speedster, <laughs> tapping into the speed force of disruptiveness, <laughs> disruptor. So I guess I'm the negative okay, speed I kinda, force. I kind of like disruptor. That's disruptor. A good, that's, a, that's a good villain name. Yes, disruptor. Yes. <laughs> Our villain for the that, that issue. I mean, you've claimed to be the villain anyway, so there That's you true. go. There, there we there go. There you go. Disruptor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, the bane of all podcasts, disruptor. This is the first time mm. we've recorded this long after having seen a movie. I think. I don't think we've ever waited. No, usually this long. it's, it's usually a it's like of days. right away. Yeah. A couple of days, maybe yeah. a week. No, this is. I don't think it's ever been a week. I I have to really think back a little bit. I'm like, yep, I watched that movie. (laughs) No, I think, uh, what did we watch? Um, We watched it and then we couldn't record that Saturday. So we actually had to record the next. Was that the the Spider Man one? No, Spider Man was with Nick. And we did that right after recording? Yeah. Then, Then it had to have been Shazam. Had to have been Shazam. Yeah. So, it was Shazam. It was, we had, it was we had some, Shazam, fam. <laughs> we had some uh, scheduling issues, I think. Yeah. For that one. That's just called our lives. So anyway, yeah. speaking of our lives, does anybody have anything they want to share? Pat, you mentioned that you had something you wanted to talk about, didn't you? Yeah, I picked up a board game. Oh, you got oh, a new board go. game? Yeah, it's coming Wednesday. It's not a new board game. It's Did you kickstart it? No, I picked oh. it up on eBay because they're not even... It's not even in print anymore. It's uh, Captain Sonar. Oh, nice. Yeah. What is this board game about? I was talking to Nick at work because he's doing a getaway thing, and we was talking about board games because he heard somebody told me or told him I like board games. I don't know who that would have been. Yeah, probably since he stopped me and said, do you like board games, Chris? And I looked at him and I go, are we being sarcastic right now? Because I'm fairly <laughs> certain you already know the answer. And I sent him my spreadsheet like the bgg 
sentence off because I offered to let him borrow some stuff. Yeah, I was but, telling him about Captain Sonar because I had a lot of fun when I played it with my sister's copy. Mm. And uh, How like, many you players know? do you have to have for that, though? Isn't uh, it at least like four or six or something? I think you can do it with... I think you can technically do it with two players. Really? I think that's what it says on the box. I didn't think you, you could. You want a maximum of eight. That's the best Because it's way. like two teams of four. Yeah, it's two teams of four. So and what you, is this board game? I do not know. So... um. You've played the board game that I can't remember. Battleships, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much that, but in real time. I get an actual freighter. You get and to like move. carriers. <laughs> yeah. And no, you holy, get to. Holy, that's an expensive board <laughs> it game, is, Pat. It is. I didn't think they were paying you that good. That's why it's out of print. Because <laughs> <laughs> they kept having to print battleships. <laughs> yes. 3D uh, printed. Yeah. Wow. No, um, but yeah, you're a captain. You're you're on your own ship. You're moving around aboard. Oh, okay. No you're, you're in a submarine. That's a ship, right? A submarine? Yeah. I mean, you are. It's a watercraft. You're in a submarine, aren't yeah. you? In Captain Sonar? both of them, yeah. Both yeah. both teams are in a quote-unquote submarine. Yes. Okay. Um, and then neither team knows where the other starts. And so you have an engineer who's supposed to, like, to distribute power fix systems, stuff like that. You have a sonar person. Is he the captain? No. Captain Sonar? <laughs> no, it's not. You know, so that person actually listens to the other team and tries to figure out where they are on the map. Oh, okay. Because I mean, you have to say everything out loud and loud enough for the other team to hear you. The captain... But only the sonar the guy can like relay the information? <laughs> well... Yeah, I, it's been a while since I've played it. And there is another person, and I don't even remember who they are. But it is, it's a lot of, and it, it's, it's heavy. Do you have like a gunnery? Somebody that yeah, deals with a, like yeah, that? Yeah, it could be the weapons. Yeah. It's hard to guy. be a gunner on a submarine. No, it's not. Listen, don't torpedo the discussion. Okay. I, oh, okay. <laughs> stop. Nice. I was going to volunteer to be the torpedo. So, anyway, yeah. Because <laughs> then if we, we drink just enough. Throw, we no, just throw Will across the screen. <laughs> exactly. I will dive bomb the enemy team. So, yeah, it's 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 a really fun game. So, there's two modes there's an easy mode and a regular how you play the game mode. The easy mode is each team goes in turn, the other one's real time. The other one's real time. So That'd the person behind the sonar game, game the, the 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 trying to figure out where the other team is, really has to be paying attention to the other team, and then also letting the captain know, I think they're here. So and it's yeah, we'll hmm. have to get enough did, people around and play it, Will, because you're gonna did this oh, yeah. game a lot of fun. Isn't it like I'll super be, expensive? Wasn't it? Did it cost you like a quarter of a million dollars? I heard it cost that to go on a submarine. I was like, did you guys yeah. hear? You guys hear about that submarine stuff that was happening? We're gonna bring that into this. Huh? Yeah, no, yeah. Boy, do I have some jokes. No, no, we're not doing that. About a yellow submarine, <laughs> but really uh, yellow. Anyway, yeah, that's what okay, my so reference you're... was because it cost a quarter of a million to get on it. You're cutting this, mm. right? Sure. No. Okay. Absolutely not. Anytime somebody asks if something's getting cut, it pretty much automatically gets cut because you said the word cut. So you picked up Captain Sonar and you plan to eventually play it. I plan to. Yeah, I need to get seven more people. <laughs> That's uh, every board gamer. And then play. I mean, I picked up Touring Machine and my sister and brother-in-law played it and I haven't. I was there when you tried to get them to play it. I 
And they were like, no, we don't understand the game. And then I sat there and they're both smarter than me. And they listened to you explain it to them. And I understood what you were saying. Yeah. And they still were like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then I uh, got Holotype that I, I played at Gen Con. And I'm like, okay, this game's great. And I bought it and I still haven't played it. Hmm. I can't remember the last. Oh, I almost got to play Kabuto Sumo recently, but I didn't get to. I don't that was that on game. my trip to North Carolina for my father-in-law's wedding. My now, what would be, can you have a stepbrother-in-law? <laughs> I guess that's what. Uh, I mean, technically. Technically, technically, yeah. technically my, my new stepbrother-in-law uh, brought, he's he likes board games and... Uh, he brought Kabuto Sumo and set it up, and then I had to—I didn't get a chance to actually play it. Well, I haven't been doing anything like that. Was that the loudest bird in history? Yeah, you heard that too, right? I did. Okay, good. Anyway. No, definitely not the loudest bird in history. <laughs> oh my gosh, my father went through this phase where he would change his ringtone to just be random birds. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like he would look up a different bird, and he had this one. Anytime anyone heard it, and this is while I was working with him, it was the most annoying sound. People thought it was like some alarm going off in the distance. <laughs> I'll have to ask him what it was. He's like, no, that was the red crested corbel wobbler. <laughs> no, it was literally so annoying. The uh, he wasn't really our boss, but technically our boss when we were doing like the whole cabinet thing showed up and he's like could you please like change that and he heard it one time wow <laughs> after the first time he's like please don't play that you anymore. heard it here brad likes annoying ringtones <laughs> it he kept it that long just because i found it so annoying oh, so he did it for his son that's yeah beautiful. literally it is thanks that's, that's a beautiful that story a beautiful story uh, hey will have fine. you played windward we keep meaning no. to play it we like i want to play it you said you we want need me to play, to play it with win with will we need windy will we need Wendy well, Will. Yeah, I'm a bit Will of a windbag. It's Will Word. That's <laughs> Will Word. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm excited cool. to, to put that on my shelf and look at it for the next five years. <laughs> um, wow, that's too real. That was raw. <laughs> <laughs> All board gamers out there just sympathized. Yeah, they did. I haven't played Foundations of Rome since we played it last. That was fun. That's a great game. We Patrick is just looking at his board game I shelf really right am. now, thinking about all the board games that he doesn't play. Maybe we should switch so. spots, Pat, so you can look at your so cool I, so Batman. I can look at Oracle Database 12C. Yep. Oh, yeah. And start dozing off just <laughs> as you think about that book. <laughs> How about you, Will? Did you do anything interesting recently? You know, I was thinking about this earlier, and I thought I came up with a response. But well, then... Well, but then I didn't. Hey, did you start hey, Waybound yet? I finished it. Shh. Okay. I have three hours left to go because. How do oh, do you still have three hours? Dude, left to go? my That's wife like... and I were listening to it together oh, on the that's, trip. That makes sense. On our drive back home from North Carolina. So we listened to Dread God on the mm -hmm. way down. So we would have that fresh in our minds. And then we started Waybound, the final book in Cradle, because. All of our, well, our faithful listener knows that we can't go an episode without mentioning that we've been reading Will White books. Right. And so um, I 
started it. We were listening to it on the way home and we didn't get it done. And we've only had one time where we both had time to listen since then together. Because we were, we were like, oh, that was kind of fun to listen together because we react at the same time and stuff. And so that was really, it was a unique experience. So we are trying to finish it that way. You're trying to sneak up on it? You Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I... Well, I, it's got to be kind of killing you at this point, right? Well, y- y- yes. Okay. <laughs> I just want to know how it ends. I understand. But it's getting to that point where, like, I don't even think about it on the day-by-day because it's been a while. I know. So. I'll have to start over. What did you think? I will withhold all opinions well, so I don't no, ruin no, no, anything. No. This is what I want to hear. This is not anything that could spoil. Because Pat said... Yeah, he liked. He thought it was a, a suitable end to it, and and thing. That was, I will. I will concur. It is a. That was the one question I had. Did it feel like it was a good conclusion? Yeah. Okay. That's all. That's all you. That's I all I wondered. Did yeah. you finish the captain then? Yeah, I finished. Okay. I had to finish the captain before I would let myself start listening to Wayback. Okay, because you still were like halfway through the captain the last time. Did we you finish the captain? It. Yeah, I finished it before okay. you, like weeks before oh, you, I think. Yeah. It has been so long since I read The Captain. You say that, but it really, so long in that in that time space is really like two months. <laughs> it, it's, it's still, I've listened to so many books in those two months. I've listened to it. I listened to another one by that uh, Dave, David Hayes. David Hayes? No. Yeah. Was, it, was that the name of the guy who did Forging Hephaestus? I don't remember now. I'm spacing. I, oh, I need to listen to the next book. I'm, I'm I listened to another. So again, went to a wedding in North Carolina for my father-in-law and my uh, now brother-in-law and I were talking about books and I mentioned that I had listened to Forging Hephaestus and he's like, oh, you need to read like any of his stuff. Any of his stuff is so good. And he told me to listen to Superpowers, which is an older book of his where it follows these kids who are being trained to use their powers, and they have, like, a college course. It's like normal college meets the X-Men Xavier Mansion kind of idea. Um, And they're being trained to almost, like, graduate with a thing that says they can be heroes. Wow. And it's been interesting. I liked Forging Hephaestus better, but uh, there's some interesting uh, little things that are starting to go on. I'm getting close i'm like two-thirds of the way through the book so i'm nearing the end so some of the intrigue is starting to come in but it's a it's a completed trilogy superpowers it's not david hayes that's not right drew hayes hey, drew hayes close. i Maybe was close. david's his brother drew hayes okay well right. so you enjoyed right. you enjoyed waybound that's yes. what that yes. was what you and that's that's what i will I say overall i did enjoy it yes uh well and now I we're, all wait, we're all waiting for a sequel to The Captain now. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get on it. We're white. <laughs> oh, he's not listening. But, we you know. You Actually, know, as much as we talk about him, maybe he is. I'll, I mean, you know he's, what? He's gotta, his he ears responds be to his social me- media sometimes. I'll just message him and tell him to check us out. <laughs> there you go. Cool. I can't wait. Just like everybody does when they're supposed to meet with Barry Allen, they wait. And wait. Because he's always late. And wait. For a very important date. Okay, Dr. Seuss. Do you think it's better? That was actually. That's not Dr. Seuss. 
Alice in That's Wonderland, awesome. man. Mm-hmm. And so that uh, I, I can't think of the guy's name. That wrote don't that. look <laughs> super famous. If dude. you want to yell at Will, just contact us at Longbox at guyswithissues dot com. <laughs> yeah, he will definitely read it. Yeah, read what the email? The email. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. So now that we have that, we can. <laughs> you'll, you've all had it since the beginning, but we officially have it now. And we've mentioned it in old episodes about how we will have it. Right. So you've always had it, but we are in a different time space than you. Just like the Flash, going oh, back time. in time. Oh, man. Oh, man. Maybe we're just in a different multiverse altogether. Yeah, but we can't go there yet. What about you? Anything exciting happened with I you said first? I went to a wedding. I figured that was good enough, okay. right? It was really nice. It was exhausting. Three days of driving, because it was like, I split the first drive up one evening and then the next day and then the the way home i came straight shot um but it was all we were only there for two days so it was but we had so much fun catching up with family the day of the wedding we got to see all of our family who live in north carolina got to meet all of the bride's family that was really cool um it was a good time like it was it was genuinely a really nice time to see everybody and try to connect and i hung out with theo a lot Got to hang out with Cora a little bit, but she was usually off doing stuff with a, another girl there named Elizabeth, who was super nice. Um, so, yeah, it was it was very busy, but it was a good trip. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we should flash back to the conversation we were having. <laughs> oh, man, that's a good flash oh, point. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in old comics, by the way, and even in newer ones, sometimes they do a thing called like flash facts or something like that. Flash facts. <laughs> and yeah. But so first off, the movie. You guys saw it without me. We did. And I saw it a couple of days later when I got back from North Carolina. Took Cora to see it, the two of us. Nice. On a cool date, little daddy daughter thing um, to a movie that definitely had some parts in it that my daughter, who is just under the 13 of PG 13, was kind of like, man okay, that's kind of makes me feel awkward or like the scene where Wonder Woman lasses him and he's like, I've never had sex. And it was, and she oh, was, Oh, I forgot about that. My actually. daughter was like, oh, like you should do hand over her face. Like, cause <laughs> she just, she just learned about that this year. Like at the oh, end of no. the school year, like just learned what that is. <laughs> and she was just like, why would he say that? <laughs> Super awkward. I go, did you feel, did that make you feel awkward? And she's like, uh, very much, and I go, good, he does too. That's what they want you to realize. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, and then the scene where he just keeps saying uh, sh- over and over and over again. I don't even when he, When he one. realizes what happened and he, that because the mom's alive, he, like Barry's oh, okay. not working, and yeah. he's like, ah, oh, you know, and he says it like uh, like several, He's like every sentence he says it once or twice because he's freaking out. Cora turns mm-hmm. and looks at me and goes, is that the only word he knows? <laughs> so, um, very, very PG-13 in a couple of select moments. I did drop an F-bomb in it. So, But you're pretty good with your kids about making sure they, they understand. They understand, not, yes. Yeah, she, you do not so want them using that kind of language. I don't permit that kind of stuff in front of Theo. No, now yeah, that Cora still... is getting to that age where she can take in movies that are PG-13 and filter some stuff. I still wouldn't let her watch just any PG-13. But yeah. but like stuff that's, you know, most superhero stuff is 
moderately clean at least. Mm -hmm. And so like, I still am not sure. There's a few that I might, that I would hold back maybe at this point because of the crude humor or something. But, um, but no, she understands like how she speaks and what's, you know, what's okay at our home and things like that. So I don't sweat it too much. Usually, you know, we don't, we don't watch a lot of that anyway, but, uh, yeah. But what did you guys think? Like when you left the theater, what'd you say? I mean, it was, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Cause for what it is, I enjoyed it. I would, wouldn't like, I have absolutely no intention of watching it again. Did neither of you did, or should I say, did either of you, I suppose, read the comic before you saw it? I did. Because yeah, it was a, a, a weird twist, because usually Pat does it, and I do. Yes. But this time, Pat did, and I didn't. Okay. Right. So you you had already read Flashpoint at that point. Right. And you hadn't. So you, you had yeah. no basis of, like, knowing what Other was coming. Other than stuff of. that... Uh, because they covered Flashpoint and like the CW, and I had watched that. Did we, you watch we, the Flash show that much that you saw the Flashpoint stuff? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I didn't you know and I, that. You and I talked about it because I told you like, oh, I, I, I watched the Flashpoint of like the CW version, and so we talked oh, that's about right. That's right. The differences between talk about that because we were yeah because so I kind of had an idea of what to expect because you told me about some of the stuff that Barry does to try mm. to get back. That doesn't happen in the CW version. Yeah, and I think the the thing is, so I enjoyed it too. On the whole, I think we'd all agree that like it had some flaws to it. Yes, um, but it was definitely not a like it wasn't a bad superhero movie by no. any means. Um, and Cora, Cora's opinion was she liked it better than Across the Spider Verse. I would hard disagree with that. So, but, uh, yes, I would also. Well, here's the thing: she hated the to be continued, hated that, and she really likes things that are like funny or silly. Well, and, and Flash had some really, it actually had some pretty funny lines yeah, and yeah, some yeah. stuff like that. And so for her, because of the humor in the Flash, I think that's what did it. I actually think that's what it was. Oh, I thought I thought that Across right. the Spider Verse was funnier, but right now I'm disagreeing with a 12 year old. 11. Yeah. She just turned 11, 11 on Monday. Yep. How dare you? Well, happy birthday, and also you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I pretty sure I told her that I like the other better, but I mean, you know, as much as we give our opinions on comic books and movies and things. Like, that's what they are, though. Their opinions. Like, your taste is going to... There are so many people who would never even like something that was superhero. I know people who don't like Lord of the Rings. And those people are wrong. I can't are trust wrong. any opinions of. <laughs> yeah, but how funny is that? Someone gives you their opinion. you be like, oh, how does it feel to be wrong? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, on the, on the whole, I thought it was enjoyable. I liked that they did something I didn't expect. Was it the bite cat or the bat kite? No, because Although, like the Michael, that was my favorite. The part. Michael Keaton Batman, where everything is Batman. Everything like in the is old Batman. days. It was oh, yeah. amazing. Batmobile, anyway. Batplane, Batkite, <laughs> Batkite. I love no, the Batkite. I did like that they did the the whole, like how how they staged him to get his powers, like similar yes, to the comic. That was I thought that was, was cool. yeah, that was very. Similar. I thought that was cool. Um, no, I liked that. Oh, 
And for anybody who doesn't understand and hasn't seen the movie, spoilers. Here's your spoiler warning, right? Like we haven't said anything major, but um, I'm about to. Towards the end of the movie, when everybody keeps dying over and over and over and over again, yes. and they can't actually stop Zod, uh-huh. and Super uh, Girl keeps dying, and Barry keeps di- like the other Barry gets injured, and Batman dies, and you know they keep like doing their time reversal, and that's what creates like the Dark Flash or whatever. The monster version. Yeah. Yes. Like, I thought that was interesting because I didn't anticipate that. It was interesting. I I didn't anticipate that they would actually have them fail constantly. Mm -hmm. And so, and that being like, oh, you really can't change things. Right. It was a canon event. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Because if you... Well, that's what Barry's mom's death is, is a canon event. Right. So because they changed that, you know, that was the problem. That's yeah. why the whole universe changed. By the way, here's a here's a missing canon event. How did they get out of the police lab? Because they show that I like the police are around the and same they can't thing. phase. And then they're like, oh man, we got to get out of here. And then they cut the movie. The movie just cuts. And they're back I noticed, home. I noticed and that too. And I was too. like, that. Now there may have been a sequence and they went, you know what? It's too long. We got to cut the sequence. Everybody knows they're going to get out. We're just going to cut it. That's my assumption. My assumption is it's an editing thing. Why do I think they at least started moving out. They did. They started sneaking away, but then they got stuck to where there were like guys over here and there were some guys over there and they were trying to figure out how to get out without tripping the alarms, which had been like re-engaged for the entrances or whatever. But then they don't show them how they just show, (laughs) they just show them get home. And I was like, yeah, because you get that weird, like Ezra Miller running in that goofy circle, like how he usually runs. Yeah, and, and it doesn't super, work. And he's just like, squeaking. and it's super loud. And I'm like, yeah, like his dude, his sneakers are just like squeaking I'm like, like they crazy. One hundred percent just heard you. And then it just like cuts out when he realizes he doesn't have powers. Like they just show them get away. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I thought that was a weird edit. But again, most likely it was just something they got cut, some sequence. I did think the scene where he learns to vibrate was really funny. Yes. That was, that was funny. genuinely that was funny. funny. Um, also, I love, so we talk in the one episode um, with Night Quest, last, it would be last episode, right? We, you didn't like the Three Stooges. No, and I didn't like I it. Well, you didn't. You didn't stooges. like the actual Three Stooges, not just the Night Quest, but you didn't Correct. like it because you said you're not a huge fan of slapstick. Right. Not, so I do like visual humor. Like, it doesn't have to. I don't know if it would fall under slapstick, but the scene where where young Ezra turns his face and the cowl doesn't quite fit it, and it's like. <laughs> across it and his eyes aren't in the right spots and it's just like messed up i laughed out loud no those those types of things make me laugh yeah that's funny (laughs) but i was like the the cgi babies were just weird dude oh my my daughter pointed out a continuity error in that scene she's like i go did you like that first scene what'd you think of that because i have an opinion about it 
that's beyond yes the cg looked super weird at times the dog looked funny like in a good way right the dog oh, yeah. was like cute silly but the babies were like the babies uncanny valley like, like the babies weird like dolls to yeah me. but they it, like like bad dolls right <laughs> but no she goes she goes uh I, I can't believe he stuck that baby in the microwave and i was like well he, he didn't use the microwave oh it dinged and that's what she said she goes it dinged <laughs> <laughs> But I really feel like they put the ding in there for comedy. That's what I told her. I said, that's a comedic effect. Because it wasn't even she plugged goes, in. Well, and that's the that's the flip side, is that like dial microwaves will still tick. Right. But like punch number microwaves will only do that if there's if it's running. But it, if it's a dial microwave, it'll still tick down to the seconds and ding. But it and wasn't. So, but, yeah. but the point is, is that I told her, I go, it was for comedy. She's like, I'm pretty sure he just tried to cook a baby. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first thought as well. Uh, are, are you guys those, those people, not to tangent off to microwaves, but do you <laughs> let the microwave finish? Because there's a whole group of people that will never let the microwave hit zero because they hate the beeping sound. I'm indifferent towards the beeping, but a lot of times when I microwave, it's before work because I'm reheating like the last of the coffee I made the night before. And I will intentionally hit it at one or zero and pop it so you get the single beep. Because mine will still do a single beep if you hit like stop or pull yeah. it early. Um, but instead of it going beep, 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 because other people are in my home and I'm the only one up. So so I oftentimes stop it, but I don't think it has anything to do with the beeps. And I'm the type of person that I will put something in the microwave and it will beep. And then it does the reminder beeps at least five to 10 times before I really feel like I need to go get it. If I am by a microwave and it's almost done, I will stop it so it doesn't beep. Hmm. Because I don't like the sound. <laughs> so you... Okay, so but, you're, you're in that demographic. But, but you won't wait there. I won't wait there for it. It can beep when I'm around doing th things. So, yeah. Thangs. So, thangs. <laughs> when I lived with a friend of ours... Oh, and his I know wife, that friend. Yep. They both hated that sound. So I would all, even if I was by, you would always let beeps. it go. Because yeah. <laughs> you're the like, villain. I was about to say that. Yes. Oh, I'm the disruptor. The disruptor. <laughs> Disrupting the peace of everyone. That is going to be your name. You're going to be the disruptor. It is, disruptor. It is you're welcome. But, um, no, I thought that sequence was kind of fun. The thing that bugged me is I felt like they were establishing um, something that would come back into play, which, you know, they were playing off his metabolism, how he has to eat. Right. Um, which in the comics, he does have a really high metabolism. They talk about that sometimes. And there are times where you'll see him have like 10 pizzas or something, right? But That sounds amazing. They, but they tied it to his speed in that scene. Like if he's hungry... He can't move as fast, right? Sure. So as a as a creator, as somebody who writes and things, I see that and I think, okay, they're establishing a status quo. This is this is a rule that will need to be established in the beginning of the movie because somehow it's going to come back into play later to cause conflict or a joke or whatever. And they never ever reference never. it again. 
<laughs> like not a single. I mean, not time. really. There was when he's the movie Tron, the sequel, Tron, whatever it was. What was the sequel called? Tron, Tron Two. Was it just called Tron Two? I have I don't no think it idea. Was. They, they had a show called Uprising. But there's a scene in that that I literally left the theater and I told my wife, I can't wait for the DVD because I have to know if there's a deleted scene. And it's during the light cycle race, like when they're doing the light cycles. And, and You switched to Tron, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. You're like, I don't remember this. <laughs> like, the there's Flash. no light cycle so, race in the Flash. No, but this is a continuity thing. So there's a scene where he's on the night, the light cycle and he's going and, and he, a guy gets like knocked off his and those light cycles in that are these sticks. They're like little batons and you grab them and you pull them and they like materialize the bike in that movie. Yeah. It's super cool. Cool yeah. effect. Mm -hmm. So one of those sticks like lands on the ground like a cycle and he drives up. And he leans over and he grabs it and he puts it on his belt. And then his bike gets destroyed and Cora shows up, blows through the wall, and he escapes with her. So the whole movie, I'm waiting for the moment that they're going to use this light cycle. Never happens. And I told my wife, I go, no, there has to be a scene they cut. Has to be a scene. Whether it was a conceptual scene and, or like a, a time cut, like they, they were like, we don't need it. Cut the sequence. Wait get the Blu-ray or the DVD like when it comes out. Cause I'm like, oh, and it said like deleted scenes. I'm like, oh man, here it is. Watch them all, nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> why did he pick up that stick? <laughs> so so the with Flash, the watch, the Flash maybe me. did borrow the, cause that's in the comic. The watch? The stick that turns into a motorcycle. Oh, in no. Road to Flashpoint. He uses it in yeah. Ride the Flashpoint. That's true. That comic clearly borrowed from the Tron movie. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, the Tron movie borrowed from the comic. Uh, I don't know. I, I was going to say, the food thing kind of did come back into play after the other version of the Flash got his powers, right after the police. And yeah, he's when eating. he's eating the spaghetti or whatever it was. Spaghetti or the broccoli, too. Oh, yeah. He does that with broccoli. And he like passes out. Oh, you know normal. that spaghetti scene made me want to get spaghetti. I want But well, then we went and spaghetti B makes me want I always spaghetti. Want, I, yeah. But uh There's a good spaghetti place down at Indy. Yeah, I enjoyed let's go. I enjoyed uh <laughs> if it's still Michael open. Keaton though. I did. Actually oh, yeah. I enjoyed seeing we were, Michael we Keaton. We were both a lot. sitting in the uh the uh movie theater and they just did that sequence when he opens it up and you see like his bat suit All you see the, the bat, bat thing you see the bat family suits in the background and i just lean over to pat like chris at this point in time would just be losing his mind because then he also pulls <laughs> the cape the the sheet off of the old batmobile yeah. it's the old like michael keaton batmobile yeah. my favorite batmobile so i was kind of shocked that um because i had already read the comic that a it wasn't thomas wayne okay and B, yeah. that Gotham City was free of crime. <laughs> yeah. Dead opposite. Dead opposite. But I think that, you know, again, it's a creative liberty thing. Like, well, if it was you, just a surprising it, it part. Was, it was as much flashpoint to the comic as if you read Marvel's Civil War comic is to the movie. Like, the movie Civil War is really nothing like the comic Civil War. Well, I mean, you can only pay for so many actors. I know that, but I mean, like, even the <laughs> premise of it, it's very loosely following right. it. it is. Um, but the thing that's cool in Flashpoint 
uh, our friend Nick, comic shop Nick, and I were talking, and he, we both agreed that we would have loved to have seen uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan come back as Thomas Wayne, because in Batman v Superman, they show that he was Thomas Wayne. And, you know, he's played parts like Negan in The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. He plays the comedian in Watchmen. Like getting to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as a gun-toting Batman would have been awesome. Yeah. But the one thing neither of us could say we would like to see less than that would be Keaton. <laughs> like if you're going to pick one thing that nobody could say, I want this less it would be getting to see Michael Keaton be Batman again. Right. And so it's but then like... they kind of play into that because you get Ben Affleck in the very beginning. Yeah. You get Michael Keaton. And at the very end, spoilers, George Clooney. So I think that was a reshot scene. Do you? Well, I, I, read, a, I read a post like six months to a year ago. Fan theory. No. Fan theory. <laughs> they claim they saw an early screening... Okay. And this was before it was revealed that Zod was in the movie. Uh -huh. And they said, Zod's a bad guy. They get Supergirl and said, like they called it all. And they talked about Keaton and he'd been announced by the time this person said it. But it talked, but he, and they didn't give all the details, but they were like, yeah, they fight the Kryptonians and Zod and all this stuff. And by the end of the movie, they end up, you know, Barry makes his way back and you see. Uh, everything seems okay, but then a car pulls up and Keaton Bruce Wayne gets out with Supergirl is what he said. And so I think they shot multiple uh, after credit scenes. That could be. All right. Was that the after credit no. scene? No. That was just like the normal scene, right? That was the yeah. ending, yeah. Yeah. What was the after credit scene? We didn't watch it. I, I did. Well, we, Will and I did not. <laughs> It actually because I was like, eh, it doesn't matter. They're I think we did and all this. No, we didn't watch but it. But see, that's the problem. That's why people didn't go see the movie. Right? Was that attitude? Well, like I was like, I'm not going to watch the ending. I'll watch it later. What was it? Oh, okay. Somebody did, told me it wasn't much. No, but I still was. Oh, I think you. No, can't remember. I cannot remember. Anyway, I've been holding on to a joke for a while. If Zod had a podcast, do you think he'd call it a Zodcast? 100%. Oh, wow. good. Well, doesn't that what... Actually, so no. instead of the broadcast... No, he wouldn't, because he's not a fun guy. No, he's not. No. He's way too serious to call it a Zodcast. I'm just saying that he broadcasts in he would that be movie, like, so it would have been a Zodcast. He would anyway. be like, no, this is a Zod's podcast. <laughs> General yes. Zodcast. The General Zodcast, yes. Uh, but no, is I... Is that the real specific here? Is it kind of a General, general Zodcast? Zod podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, as a, on, on the whole, though, I liked... Did you guys like the uh, speed effect? I know some people do, some people don't. Yeah, it was all right. Speed the absolute was... best part of that movie had to have been Nicolas Cage as Superman. Do you know about that? Do you know the know. history behind uh -huh. it? He was he. I think he tried out for it, or there he was a, wanted... no. He was cast. He was cast in a movie yeah. that was canceled. Was he actually cast? And mm -hmm. he was supposed to fight a giant spider at the end. And the director kept pushing. It had to be a spider. The movie got canceled anyway because most people thought it seemed bad. And uh, that director went on to direct Wild Wild West with Will Smith, where surprise. 
There's a giant spider box at the end. I think it's a mechanical spider. It is, but the same director still wanted his giant spider. Weird thing with spiders. But yeah, I thought that was super cool. I also, I geeked out when you see the black and white Superman and you see Jay Garrick running in that world. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Getting to see black and white Jay Mm -hmm. Garrick running was, I thought that was really neat. I really like how they did the timeline. Like how they would see it like that? like they were in the middle of a coliseum. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really It was unique. It was really unique. I also liked how, um, I liked that opening sequence before the actual hospital part Mm -hmm. where he was running from Central City to Gotham. I thought that was kind of a cool sequence, like how they made it look. I just don't know why they had him do that weird build up before he started running. The pose thing? Yes, what the heck? Like... I don't know. That's I. It was funny how they like started doing it, like the you know the Flash. But then he's like, oh, he "I'm hungry," and like the kids show up. He's like, "Can I have that candy bar?" <laughs> yeah, and then it does it again. He never ate that candy bar. I noticed that too. Um, he never picked it up. So I believe we all three agree with a big negative we had because the movie felt it was a little messy. And it wasn't perfect, but we it's I think think we all enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. Um, for sure. I would and, agree. and there was still some really cool parts. Getting to see Keaton fight in the in the bunker. That was oh, awesome. that was really cool. <laughs> Seeing Bat my daughter leaned over to me at that scene at, in the first part when Batman saves the two flashes and he just whoops all the soldiers. Mm-hmm. And she leans over and she goes, Why is Batman always the most awesome superhero? <laughs> and I was like you know, everybody asks themselves that question. <laughs> um, as long as it's the right Batman. Right. But the thing that was cool uh, was that sequence and then like his plane, like the rotating thing. I thought that was creative. thought that was kind of cool. Um, that cockpit, like how it would oh, rotate yes. and he could orient himself however he needed to. And Which th- I'm sure would make motion sickness so dude. much worse. Getting to see Kryptonians fight and Speedsters fight, like to me, that's worth watching a movie anyway. Yeah. I love watching people get to use cool powers. But the thing that I think we all can agree on that was lame is that movies today feel like they have to use like 80s soundtracks or something. Oh, we did agree on that when we were eating. We're like the music like, was just not there. Like instead yeah. of hiring, you know, you know, you had like Danny Elfman's Batman theme and stuff, which is always awesome, right? Yeah. Um, but the problem is, cinema scores are, excuse me, um, cinema scores just incorporate all of these random soundtracks now it seems like more than they used to like they used to feel like they were in place but i feel like what happened was guardians of the galaxy did it really well and then they did humor well and then everything that was superhero was like well we have to be funny and you know it probably would help if we threw in some soundtracks or something i mean even the mario movie does it the mario movie uses like licensed music a couple times when the but shovel it <laughs> but i don't know it, it didn't pull me out of the movie like it that didn't during also, that fight scene how do you have my daughter's favorite line in the movie come on barbie 
let's go party and not play Barbie girl following. If you're already paying for licensed music, they quoted a song. Yes, they did. And I'm not going to lie. Having like more of a classic rock vibe and them running around punching people way cooler than if it was Barbie girl. Barbie girl's tempo probably could have fit though. And it would have made the scene much sillier. Yes. I probably would have liked it. more. Yeah. It's just one of those things that it's like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why movies right now feel the need to do that. When you have a superhero movie, but lean into the theme, make it awesome, make an epic theme that you can like weave throughout your stuff. I mean, that would make sense, but they also could have picked a better song. Dude, just in general, they used that type of music a couple of times in the movie. And at least one, I remember it at least once being like, okay. Right. But, but also, for that fight scene, that was not the right music for that fight scene. Also, did you feel like Ben Affleck's Batman felt a little not Ben Affleck Batman enough? I didn't have an opinion either way on that. It just I mean, it, it didn't was a, quite it, feel like the same character. It was weird, especially when he was outside the suit. He also had suit. blue. Like, not like... I like seeing like, the blue cowl. Was it? I didn't even notice. It looked notice. navy blue to me. It, uh... Although it his was armor weird. looked weird. Looked like no, he but took he, a bunch of kitchen stuff and strapped it, it on him. When he showed up and was talking to Barry about, like, oh, you shouldn't go back into the past, Ben Affleck himself kind of looked off. I mean, I just... Like, I don't think he's as jacked as he was when No, he, was he definitely doing... seemed like he was skinnier. Yeah, you could like, see it in his face. He was thinner. I mean, it was a different timeline. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not really, but... <laughs> I know. Uh, but no, like, it's still... I enjoyed parts of that sequence, too, watching, like, Batman try to take down the v, the SUV. But I don't know. I liked getting to see Wonder Woman come out of nowhere. Right. Just like I, she did in BVS. I feel I feel like that's her shit now. She just that's, comes that's in for, for has, 30 seconds. She's and then like leaves. everyone's favorite DC movie character. And so they're like, hey, we're going to pay you for another cameo. So the question is, where does she come in in Blue Beetle and where does she come in in the new Aquaman? Are those still part of this? Yep. Yeah. So we'll have uh, to see. Be, we'll she have just to keeps see where showing they come up. In. And then, like, Gets some other scene. random, this other random movie comes out that's not DC, pays Gal Gadot to just show up for 10 seconds and then leave. <laughs> That'd be awesome. She just becomes, like, the cameo girl. Man, I want that job in Hollywood. Cameo? Yes. There are some Put extras that are in, like, every single movie. No, no, I want it to be a focus on me <laughs> like for, you, like, like, 25 seconds, for like and then I leave. And that's that's. And you're just in like you create a continuity of all Hollywood films, right? That's that's Mm. what I want. Yeah. Interesting. Hollywood, give me a call. (laughs) Contact us, Longbox. I'm getting ready to shoot a film. Would you like to be a cameo character? That'd be awesome. I mean, cameos are so popular. There's a there's a app slash website you can go to called Cameo, and you can pay people to yes. I've thought about using it a few times. Give you a cameo. So maybe she's on there. We could get it her to cameo the guys with this podcast. A 25 second cameo with her. Uh, that's probably pretty expensive. Like yeah. 10, five to 10. Dollars? Yeah, man. Too expensive. No. 
seconds <laughs> that, that works too five seconds would probably be all you if we couldn't even if i bet we couldn't even afford whatever her rate is for five <laughs> seconds dude some people's screen time rates are crazy we'll just just have her say our um our contact email box <laughs> that's just that and then you can just put it in whatever uh yeah <laughs> that's why people use uh, uh copywritten voices using ai stuff now because they're like, I yeah. can't afford to pay the real person. Right. So here's this way oh, to yeah. get around it. Morgan so. Freeman's losing out on so much. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so I, th- yeah, I think we all liked the movie. That's, I think uh, we all enjoyed it for what it was. I, w- I would say, uh, faithful listener, if you end up going to see this movie, if you haven't seen it yet and think, I might give it a try, temper your expectations. Don't expect it to be a flop, but don't expect it to be, you know, on par with your favorite superhero films either. Definitely not. Unless you're Korra, because you definitely liked it. But you haven't watched, like, any superhero mil- m- movies. I tried to say film and movie mm-hmm. together, and I said milm. Milm? <laughs> Milms. Was there a knock milms. on the door? There was a knock on the door. Hello? Is somebody there? What? What? What are you so sorry? Yeah, who's the best superhero? Ah, uh, Batman. Batman? Yeah. Who else do you like? Uh, I like the Flash, Robin, and Batman. The Flash, Robin, and Batman? Yeah. But on to the real meat and potatoes of the day. I don't know. It was pretty meaty. A bit, some something that perhaps was a bit more enjoyable than the movie. Oh, the comic was much more the enjoyable. The Flashpoint five-issue series. And we all did extra homework and read Road to Flashpoint. Um, and I read the 12 issues that came before it, um, not just the five or six that were Road to Flashpoint. Um, but, sorry. Right, I read the 12 issues. Did you? Were, did you do all 12? I did, did do you? all 12. I did six. six, you, did six the, you did the Road to Flashpoint issues. Yeah. I mean, there um, were only four that were listed as Road to Flashpoint. Oh, but then I did read uh, the, like the one with Captain Boomerang. Okay. And oh, then, with the with the Black Lantern, White Lantern stuff going on. Yeah. 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 Or where he releases Eobard Eobard Thawne. Yeah. And then Eobard. The, Eobard. Eobard. What kind of name is that? Something exactly. from the future. <laughs> Which wasn't that uh, a good. Oh yeah, when they were like when when that line's actually said in the comic. Yeah. No, I was talking about like the the comic that had his uh, origin story. Oh, where it where yeah. like you'd read through and it'd be like it would glitch back, be like I never had a brother. Yeah, it's oh, like he yeah. murdered everybody that would go, get in his way. And he's like, I fell in love, but she was already married. Glitches back. I fell in love, and she her fiance randomly disappeared. She's like, right. Oh, I, I don't want. Uh, it's like it's too soon for me to have any kind of relationship glitches back all of her relationships really end at two weeks yeah everybody dies or they disappear right and she's just like even then he like kills everybody off keeps her by herself still can't still can't and then he finally is like i was never in a relationship i was never in love yeah something happened to her at the age of five to where now she can't speak or something 
Like, ooh, that got dark. You're like, dude, this is a bad guy. He is a bad guy. He's a bad but, guy. How crazy, like, that whole thing was kind of nuts when they were, the parents were talking to him. It's like, oh, that kind of, like, that's entered the family log. They were so robotic about everything. Did you, you oh, guys yeah. remember that? Like, when the yeah. parents were talking and, oh, you have oh, to go yeah. to, like, therapy class with your brother and... But that I felt like that was more a societal thing, like technology Not had just specifically his family. I don't know. It was it was real, a little too real, right? So is like, that is how that, your parents it, treated you? Exactly. Like robots. oh man, that's why I'm the robots. That's why I'm the villain. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense now. Oh man, that's a lie, Dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that he's like, no, I'm not going to let that one stand. <laughs> no, I, if you're I don't still believe like, you. I, oh, I don't yeah. believe me. So, this could be bad, guys. So we did. We read the extra. But yeah, that's what. so that's what we, uh, what we got into. We ended up, we all decided we, we wanted to do a little extra. And Jeff Johns wrote the, uh, the lead-up stuff, which is the same guy that writes all the good Green Lantern that had come out. He's a good writer. I yeah, really he, liked it. He gets the characters. He he can be good when it comes to understanding characters or really what making uh, what makes like a team or a character tick. He, I think he's mm-hmm. he's just good at seeing like the core of of the people. But um, is I know the disruptor is here. But do you think we could be visited by synopsis? <laughs> well, got uh, dual uh, personalities. I'm like Two Face <laughs> over here. I was going to try and freeform it this week. Oh, man. Ooh. Because I kind of hate whenever I write it out and I read it because I do that. I get that reading voice down. <laughs> oh, I, in this week we read this and whatever. But uh, so I was just going to try and like uh, improvise it almost. I can have uh, an idea in my head where go I want to go it. with this. So it was like, hey, okay, improv, man. He has yes. all of the superhero names or supervillain nah. names this <laughs> week so far. Oh. Uh, yes. So we get to learn about, you know, a little bit about Flash's origins, gets struck by lightning and doused in chemicals, turns into the Flash. And, you know, we read a little bit of the uh, road to Flashpoint. So we get to learn about Ebard Thon, Ebard, however you want to pronounce it. Ebard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> And so actual Flashpoint starts with him waking up in the lab, finding out he's in a different world. Bruce Wayne is dead, and Batman is actually his dad. Uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman have taken over parts of Europe and are at <coughs> war with each other. And Barry finds out slowly that, you know, he assumes Eobard went back in time and messed up the timeline. But uh, as he finds out, sometimes you are your own worst enemy. Flashpoint. Flashpoint. <laughs> Spoilers. So, Flash um, bad guy. Starting out, did you guys enjoy it? You enjoy the oh, yeah. pre's and the and the event? Yes. Um, Flash is now one of my favorite heroes. After is he this. really? Ha, yeah. He was on my list. Oh, and I have man. the coaster. Oh, he does. He does. <laughs> we haven't read any Superman yet, though. So, Dude, I got some good Superman that I could suggest. There's a couple. One of my favorites is has Zod as a villain too. Sweet. Yeah. Zod cast. Eventually. 
After we get through all the stuff on my shelf, because that's all the things that oh, whatever. Chris looks at. No, I, <laughs> I'm done with that. So, I mean, we are reading The Punisher at some point in time, right? At some point. I almost suggested that for the, for the two episodes from now. Anyway. But, so overall, so this, this really gave you a look at a hero that you enjoyed. Yes. Way more than what you thought you would from the film. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I read this first. No, but I mean, you saw him in <laughs> Justice League. You'd seen oh, yeah. his version. I, yeah, I was just... And you were like, like whatever. Man, whatever. But then you read John's version, and you went, oh, I like this. John's has yeah. a run, I think, uh, with Wally West. I think Jeff John's has a run um, on the Flash comic. Nice. Also, he... I, no, I'm not going to say that, because I don't think I'm right. Never I mind. mean, this is also the first time in the comic that we actually read the precursor, because we've done a lot of, like the first arc of X comic. Mm -hmm. And there's always seems to be like a lead up that we didn't get into. Yes. Like, but I really feel like that's a a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's lots of lead up that you didn't get into. That's because if we try to jump into a series where it's like a number one, you're still going to inevitably deal with the fact that these universes are ongoing. Yeah. That's, that's the one negative I think there of comic reading in general. Unless no, you start is, at the beginning, and that's which just is ridiculous. not that helpful because no, I I did before like any of this anymore. like comic book podcast thing came up. I was looking at getting into reading comics, and all like everywhere online, it, the people say that if you want to get into, just jump into like the current stuff, mm-hmm. and then it's usually, if you the easiest if you enjoy what you're reading read the current and then in between the current issues go back and read from current you know backwards instead of well i mean not exactly you know like arcs whatever so you get the point it's because there's so much you can't exactly start at the beginning and then catch up they say that's not really the best thing to do just start where it currently is and yeah. yeah, it was just some advice I had read. Nice. Fan theories. <laughs> uh, no, I would, you know, I was going to save this to talk about it at the end of the podcast, so you're breaking me out of my structure that oh, I had good. written. Oh, good. Oh, no. But, i got to be the villain. The disruptor. <laughs> Dumb to be but, the bad guy. Um, I I have to say that I have a an opinion of Flashpoint that, while I didn't read it when it came out, I I appreciate what Flashpoint is because at the finale of Flashpoint, when you see um, Barry go back and meet Bruce in the Batcave at the very final issue, like the way it closes out, and they're yeah. like, yeah, at least things are back to normal. It but was very good. But if you look <laughs> at their suits, you're like, oh, their suits are different though than before. Like, if you look at the Flash's suit, it's not the same. It is different. And so so you're like, oh, but things aren't the same. And what actually took place was that was Flashpoint was DC's springboard that led into what they called the New 52, when they had 52 different comic titles that they relaunched at number one, all comics, everything that had been ongoing, all that stuff, reset at number one. Because, and started with stories that were supposed to be really accessible and and um, kind of like reset some characters. 
people who had been long-term ongoing fans were not happy because they they basically because of flashpoint they broke off character relationships um character like catwoman and bruce had come to a point where they were um romantically involved and he like had shared his identity with her and all this stuff and then the new 52 happened and they like they had just met and so a lot of longtime story arcs were disrupted that that really upset people but it is what brought me into comics as an adult. Um, I hadn't been into them that much other than picking some up here and there at like collectible shows or, or finding like a shop I didn't know about while it was in business because most of them go out of business after you find them, it seems like. Um, and it was the New 52. I was reading stuff about it online um, on like just, pop culture websites they were they would talk about like oh man the current run of batman is is phenomenal and you know detective comics is doing this really cool thing and uh the flash is is great and aquaman is for the first time ever like well it's not really the first time ever but the way people talk about aquaman that's how they make it sound but like oh aquaman's storyline is awesome and and so I was like, oh, I kind of want to read these. And that's when I found about Chimps in Warsaw. And I went to it for the first time on my birthday. Uh, the Like right after the New 52 had launched, I was, they were on like issue three or four of like some of the, the runs. And that is when I started buying comics and when I first started hanging out at the comic shop. And so, so Flashpoint changed my life in a way like Barry's Barry's choices (laughs) like brought me into comics as an adult and and you know motivated me to find the comic shop and um that kind of stuff so it's kind of cool because I look at this story as somebody who was a demographic that was reached by their goal of resetting everything with the new 52 and I really love the new 52's flash um, and they've even changed things since they had this big thing called Rebirth after they did the new 52 because they were trying to reset some stuff that people didn't like the changes of. And they revealed secrets. Big spoiler warning for anybody who starts reading new 52. But once you start getting into Rebirth, you actually find out that the Watchmen were folded into the current continuity of the DC universe. And Dr. Manhattan had a hand in what happened when Barry's reset universe happened. So Dr. Manhattan manipulated the universe to make the new 52 because he was trying to hide stuff from people's memories and different things like that. But anyway, so deep you, but, but you know, but what's cool is Sorry, you just saying that you were thinking about getting into comics and stuff, and then, you know, we started the podcast. And for me, like, Flashpoint happened, and it's, like, why I got into comics the way I am now. Right. So So this podcast is now the Flashpoint for me getting into (laughs) comics? Yeah. I I don't know. But what's cool is they kind of did the same thing with the CW series because... I think at the time the only series they had going was the Green Arrow. Yeah, it was and, Arrow. Um, the Flash, and it was actually a. I think they made it like a crossover well, event. Well, Flash Flash spun out of the Green Arrow season two. Arrow season two. Yeah, because like episode nine or something. Yeah, something like where Barry was showed up before he had his powers before he got struck by lightning, mm-hmm. 
But... I think he gets struck at the end of that episode. Yeah. Because they were launching his shows like, yeah. soon. And uh, they actually changed some stuff in Arrow after Flashpoint. Oh. Because he changed things up. And so some things that were going on in Arrow kind of, I think one of the big ones, I remember what all of them was, but one of the characters, Diggle. Yeah. Uh, he had a son before Flashpoint, then afterwards it became a daughter. Oh, so they did like, they changed stuff. Yeah, like or I or I got that in reverse. Like he had... But his child was yeah, different. Like his child was different. I think some of the relationships going on in there flipped. So um, here's a here's but, a question. Yeah. I thought that was Did you cool. guys enjoy the lead up comics more the same or less than the actual event? I say a little bit less. I would say more. Okay. So let's hear I'm just curious to know um kind of how that because obviously Flashpoint was an event, so it was very tight. It has a ton of spinoffs, though. And yeah, if you thought sure. the idea was interesting, I'm going to tell you now, there are a couple of the spinoff miniseries that are definitely worth reading. One of those is Wonder Woman's, because it really goes into the war. It shows her kill Mara and like behead her, and how she and Arthur were having an affair. And like, dude... <laughs> It's crazy. It's a good backstory to the world. But I, I really thought that was the, a good one. The Thomas Wayne as Batman, and we didn't talk about it because, but it's Flashpoint's five episodes. We read six though, because mm. we read that Batman one. Yeah. Right. Or did I actually just read it off on my own? You might have. I don't know. No, if you read it on the app, the app started Flashpoint with, with the Batman, with a Batman issue. 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 Yeah. Right. Before it actually started. There are the, other Batman issues, too. There's like three or four other ones, I think. Well, that, like, is there more to that? Where Thomas Wayne's Batman and the Joker is Martha Wayne? I think that. Uh, or is that just it? Because I would really like to read more about that. That was really interesting to me. Yeah, there might be a few other issues. I believe there's a few more of Thomas Wayne as Batman. I don't know how, like, I don't remember how they all vibe together, though. Okay. Um, I own a couple of them. I own, like, the Wonder Woman one. I own the Superman one. I want to say the Deathstroke one's pretty good. But, yeah, so you actually liked the the Barry dealing with his distancing of things as the flash and dealing with hot pursuit and the rogues and stuff a little better yeah okay i did was there a reason why do you think that that why do you think you'd preferred that a little bit i think i preferred that because there was a lot of stuff happening in flashpoint that i had no context to just like barry <laughs> no he had more context because i mean they showed a bunch of different people Mm -hmm. superheroes or villains i don't know because i don't know them i mm. don't know how they changed i don't know what's different about them i had no idea to me that was just what they've always been because i didn't know anything about them so Except i feel cyborg. like right you knew i mean cyborg. i knew i knew right. of like cyborg and yeah i was like 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 the shazam kids 
That was cool. That was cool that they went into one person, but I'm like, well, did they change it for the movie or not? Because I didn't know. No, that was changed for Flashpoint. Right. Yeah. I get the, I got that later, because yeah. later on in Flashpoint, there's a, a scene when where... When they knock them all apart and stuff. No. Later on in Flashpoint, there's a scene where uh, the kid... I don't remember their names. Uh, the, the, the main kid of... Billy. Billy, thank you, touched the Flash and got a Flash. vision of what it was actually... What Shazam's like in Flash's timeline. Mm. And yeah, it showed that. all of them flying and stuff instead of just one. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, that's different. But what else is different? Because I don't know. I think that's why I didn't like Their it as tiger much Their tiger was as cool, too. The tiger was Oh, yeah. Great. That was cool. Yeah. You can see him. Everybody else just sees a house cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, just my cybernetic guy can see him. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I think that's why I enjoyed the lead-up to it because, I mean... I didn't have that. It was more isolated. Yeah, it was more isolated, and I, I just I had more context to it than I did for all the stuff. Yeah, and you liked it. You said a little, the lead just, up a little less, just a little bit, just a oh, little less. Oh, I was less. close. I I liked both of them a lot. Um, I really liked. I think I, I already said this, but I really liked the Ebarthon, Ebarthon, um, origin story. I thought that was really well done. It was. Um. I thought Bart was a little bit too whiny for me to like. Well, you, I mean, that's also shorts. not, yeah. like, you don't have a lot of context around any of that either, like the family dynamic stuff. Yeah, I don't, but still kind of whiny. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know a lot of Bart fans. If you're a Bart fan, email us at longbox at guyswithissues.com. Yeah, people are gonna know this is the episode we actually managed to get our email. Oh no, organized. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in as much as possible <laughs> from now on. Just like how much you can fit inside of a long box. Speaking of what, email us at longbox at guyswithissues dot com. Because I've made jokes about doing like the, oh, yeah, the we've, email plug. We've made before, we've made so jokes about it in many epi- many episodes. But yes. but uh, no, seriously. Our, our faithful listener, we do want to hear from you. <laughs> we're not just joking yeah. about it. We we're would not, actually we're like not to hear joshing you. Yeah, I um, did. You guys like how they tried to fake out with the whole hot pursuit thing, with it seeming like Barry was draining people. It wasn't Barry. It was uh, I think it was Bart. No, it wasn't Bart. He was, no, it was Barry. It was like an alternate Barry. Wasn't well, it, it was alternate Barry, but he thought it was Kid Flash. No, but I'm saying like, but alternate Barry, how oh. he needed to like recharge and he would like zap their speed force. Oh, I see what how, you mean. How they... like the comic faked you out because it was Thon like taking their youth, yeah, taking and, their and life force. He just but, showed but up. It, but his motorcycle tracks would always be there and they're like, oh, zapping their energy. And I was just like, uh, I was like, I know it's not going to be that. I'd actually read these years ago, and I couldn't remember all of the twists. I did. I remembered all of Flashpoint, but not the the Road Two. Um, but no, I I thought I I I was like I would I would be interested to see how this hot pursuit Barry worked in his timeline. Like oh seeing, yeah, me too. Like driving the motorcycle really after neat. people yeah. and stuff. We got to see like the alternate future rogues. Uh, Will didn't read that arc, but like you and I did. And that where the rogues were like the good guys. They were the right. cops. Yeah, I like that. 
I mean, you got a, a little bit of context from that, from the flashback. Yeah, but I mean, like, like it's like issues and issues long yeah. in the beginning. So In the beginning. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought that... I thought that the beginning was interesting. Also, uh, I liked that that whole mirror thing where they smash it and it's basically like it messed with him because he's like, what if my mom was alive? It's just like a psychological attack. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because they're like, what happened? Nothing happened. <laughs> right. I thought yeah. that was kind of funny. Um, but also, I... Uh, Dude, the, the moment, though, where the kid that was found ended up being him, uh, Zoom, reverse flash, mm. like, that was that was cool, you know, where he's like, ha-ha, it worked. I've learned how to do things that even the Flash can't do. <laughs> yeah, but um, you can kind of tell it was him if you actually read the Because the kid story. looked similar? Yeah. Hmm. That's fancy. You're a fancy man. Fancy I'm, pants. I was about to say I've got some fancy pants. Oh man! But yeah, I really, I really uh, like Flashpoint for getting to see Thomas. I love Thomas's motivation. You brought, you brought up how you'd read more of his stuff. I would. I love that idea that um, the whole reason he's willing to help is because his son's alive in the other timeline. Right. That's, because yeah. as a parent, you're like, oh, I would have much rather been the one who died, and so he's like. Oh, if you fix this, if I help, you, my son's alive. And Flash is like, yeah. So he's like, okay, I'll help you. <laughs> and he gives him that letter at the end. Oh, dude. That's great. Dude, that's a, that's like a, it hits you, man. It does. It but does. That, it was that, a good emotional moment. That's another point in which the app kind of messed up a little bit because if you read that. You messed up. No, I'm just Batman, kidding. Batman. I messed up a lot. <laughs> oh, not afraid to make mistakes. Um, the first issue. issue in the DC app for the Flashpoint was yeah. that Batman. And at the end, he's telling Martha, like, oh, I can fix this. I can go back in, like, time where we die, but Bruce lives. And he mm -hmm. takes over from me. And then he goes and talks to Barry. So I couldn't quite figure out what he meant by that because he went and found some watch. I don't, I, I don't remember. It was probably a calorie tracker. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. The, um, so but getting, yeah. getting to our, now that we're, you know, because we're just chatting. So we're going to, we're going to go into our structure. The old structure Steve is that again. The old structure Steve. Uh, did you have a favorite scene in any of that? Um, I think the art was pretty good because there's one point when he they're trying to it's actually in the road to Flashpoint when they're trying to depict how lonely Barry feels. I think uh, it was just after he's telling Kid Flash, "Oh, go home, I don't need you," mm. and he stops in the middle of the street and all everything around him is black and white, but he's still in color. I'm like, oh, that was kind of a cool moment. Um. I kind of liked in Flashpoint itself where they tried to trick you into thinking that Elemental Woman was going to be the traitor for the Amazons because she's yeah, she yeah. always like, nobody ever invites me to anything. Ha, 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 tee, hee, hee. Man, I did Coming not in. read that into that at all. 
Well, they, she always they show be... her sneaking behind Cyborg later. Yeah, and she's always wants to be in the she group. Was enthusiastic. I mean, <laughs> no, if you're a spy, you always want to be like, like, oh, hey, yeah, I really want to be a part of this. I also thought it was meant to be misdirection. <laughs> I mean, I did too. <laughs> See, this is why I'm but... not in the spy game. <laughs> then they kind of too just, trusting of people. They made it enchantress who had very yeah. little anything to do with it just kind of came out she just it kind of came out of the blue like you knew someone was going to come out and she was like i and don't care who i'm doing i just want to have fun i just kind of assumed elemental woman was going to be a misdirect like it's a she's being a little too obvious about this to be real but i still i still enjoyed it i mean maybe right. she just had a sheltered childhood <laughs> yeah. she's like nobody invites but me to anything this secretly, is great Secretly, I kind of hope she knew it was Enchantress. It was just for the fun, being like, I'm going to be kind of sneaky and weirdly suspicious about this so that people think it's me. But <laughs> really, I guess this is just my inner villain projecting. Maybe. <laughs> what about you? Did you have a favorite scene? <laughs> my, I mean, my favorite scene was the end. when With the letter? With the letter. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorites, too. And, but the, like... Uh, Will was saying, I loved the artwork hmm. for this yeah. series. It was, in my opinion, the best we've read at um, this point. You should check. There's a, the new 52 Flash series is done with like watercolors and it looks so cool. Um, we'll have to read it some point. Yeah. See, as you guys are experiencing this, I keep just wanting to be like, you guys need to read this and read this and look at this and do that. And it's like, we can only do so much at once, but I'm like, I want you to do so much right now. <laughs> do more. <laughs> um, all of it. Maybe that's because it. maybe that's because right now, if I have any free time, all I'm doing now <laughs> is reading, reading comics books. on digital apps or by buying trades once in a while. Or listening to us talk. But again, uh, that's not, again, I don't call that free time. <laughs> that's just work. That's not free time. It's, it's good work, but. No, work. but, so yeah, like in Flashpoint, that was definitely my favorite scene. But you're uh, also well brought up the, the whole, just the, the whole thing of the reverse Flash changing his own story yeah pretty much and yeah that, that was, was cool really well done as well mm -hmm. that was really interesting but i also like how that um so with the so for me one of my favorite scenes in flashpoint is when they try to give barry his powers back and it doesn't work and batman's like you're just nuts i think you're crazy oh yeah i don't was... think that this is real because so he's a doctor things. and he's like Dr. i don't Thomas care do it again and he's like, dude, if I do it again, you are going to die. Yeah, that whole it's thing was intense. A miracle I, you survived the first time. That is that is one of my favorite parts. Um, like, not to, I mean, it's easy to say, like, the letter to Bruce, just because, like, as a Batman fan, it's just cool to see Bruce get a just, letter from it Thomas. It was just good. Um, but uh, I really like the scene. So with the with the Thon Aberd's origin story comic they really lead you to believe that when barry's like oh reverse flash ruined the timeline he did this this is why things are messed up he somehow took my powers and and you kind of go well yeah we saw that he can manipulate history mm -hmm. like they show you he does that yeah so for me one of the things that is one of my favorite parts of flashpoint is when you find out that barry did it to himself it that, is. that it was his selfishness to use his power to stop his mother's death 
that changes everything. And again, that's one thing that, that was my favorite part of the movie, by the way. My favorite scene of the entire movie was at the end when he talks to his mom at the supermarket. Oh yeah, that one was, Dude, that was amazing. It was so well acted. Well and acted. It, I like how they slowed it down to add that weight because he took the can right. back out. Dude, like and everything about that scene puts it back. Like even how she's like, "Hey, things will be okay," you know. And she gets, she's like, "Can I give you a hug?" And you're like, "He's getting a hug from his mom," right. you know. But then, like, and and that's what I like about Flashpoint is in the end, Barry succeeds because he's willing to make the hard choice. He realizes that what he did, like, ruined so many other lives. Well, he also talked to his mother. Yeah, he started yeah. going back. And he didn't. He had time. He didn't make it very far mm-hmm. because he's like, I can't go without the cosmic treadmill, which is hilarious to me that they have a device called the cosmic treadmill for the Flash. Yeah, it's so he can accurately mm-hmm. run. No, no, to I understand, times. but it is hilarious to me that they came up. They're like, "What does somebody who runs really fast need? A treadmill? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what are we going to call it? Uh, the cosmic treadmill?" <laughs> Yeah, where the movie's just like, no, we're just going to have him run. No, yeah, we're just going to have him run. We don't need a cosmic <laughs> treadmill. Um, that was the first time I'd ever heard that because they didn't need that in like yeah, the CW. No, exactly. or, I, thought, I thought they did have something he runs on in the oh, show. Oh, it's a, the, definitely The show, they have a treadmill he can run on, but it is literally just a treadmill. Oh. Yeah. If he wants to go back okay. in time, he can just... I've only seen a couple episodes. I've only seen a couple episodes as well, but in those first few episodes, he's running on a treadmill. <laughs> just all, a regular one not, not the cosmic yeah. treadmill no 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 <laughs> just just a regular one so what does he do like because the, they didn't explain the cosmic treadmill so you're gonna you're gonna need to explain this to me does okay. he on that panel on the side does he type in the date that he wants like I like a delorean i know that he can and then he runs 88 aim. miles an hour and <laughs> goes back in time sure he also rubs himself down with plutonium that, that doesn't seem safe <laughs> <laughs> Neither is running through the cosmos. No, he has a Mr. Fusion attached to the cosmic treadmill. Or a flux capacitor. <laughs> well, now that has to be built in already. To the treadmill. Right. Yeah, probably. Because remember at the end of the first movie, of, I can't believe we're talking about the Back to the Future. The end of the first movie, Back to the Future, there's a Mr. Fusion attached to the car. Yes. And you can just put whatever you, you put want You put garbage in it, in it right. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he starts digging in the trash there's like banana peels and stuff in it right he's like we don't need the power now but yeah that's the the experiment where they try to give him his powers back that's one of my favorite parts that is really good um, part of flashpoint and the reveal that he he did it i love that reveal where reverse flash is like ah yeah you think it was me because i've wanted to mess your life up so bad forever and he's like but you did it you messed your own life up <laughs> And then, and then he was saying that he can now kill the Flash because he's a paradox. Yeah. Because he... He's like, I've always had to hold back because I don't want to lose my powers. Right, because the Flash changed the timeline while the reverse Flash was moving between time. Yeah, like he was not in the he timeline. Not, right. So it like freed him. Right. And Barry's like, oh no, got to fix things. I'm going to die. Everybody else is going to die. Children are dying. And then Batman stabs him with a sword. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Because it's Thomas. He, Batman is so. I don't why know. Why is Batman always the most awesome superhero? I like <laughs> Batman quote my daughter. with a gun for some reason, and I don't know why. Because 
That's why and a sword. That's why Azrael's your favorite Batman. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Get out of here. <laughs> he doesn't have a gun. He has a. <laughs> anyway, we'll it's get a... into that later. Yeah. Okay. But um, but no, that's my that's my favorite. Did you have a favorite character, Pat? It sounds like the Flash, like Barry. Barry became your one of your favorite one of my characters. favorite characters. So yeah. I'm guessing he would be the one that you choose for this. I mean. Quickly, he became Although, one of my favorite characters. <laughs> just ran into your life. <laughs> just ran right into my life. In a flash. In a flash. What about you, Will? Do you have a well, favorite I, character? I listed time? The Flash as one of my favorite in issue zero, if everybody remembers. Yeah, we do. As in the three of us and our listener. Um, <laughs> so so obviously, Thanks obviously for sticking with us, folk. <laughs> obviously, he's going to be like the favorite, but... Um, yeah, I might just have to stick with him. I was going to try and pick somebody else, but I'm like, no. Nope. I mean, Thomas Wayne Thomas. as Batman right. was really well done. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought I'm... Martha was, as the Joker, was pretty cool, too. Yeah, because really they're like It's like she, her, her mind just snapped when her son died. There's always this really close connection between, you know, Batman and the Joker, because Bruce Wayne kind of makes the Joker in most series on accident. I think he throws him in like a vat of chemicals or something. Joker falls in the vat. Well, <laughs> yeah, Batman doesn't do it to Joker. More, yeah. more or less, he's connected. Batman but catches version, people that fall into vats normally. Normally. We'll get into that later. <laughs> the Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I'm glad you did that. <laughs> yes, yes. Next um, week. Yeah, next next week we'll talk next more week. about vats and vats and and falling. People. Yeah, yeah, but they kept that dynamic, you know. The yeah, that's that's that Thomas Wayne. I think that's why it intrigued me so much, and, and the reason I want to read more about just that time that because for some reason to me, and I I haven't read a lot of Batman. I mean, obviously, you guys, all, all, our listener knows this because we talked about it in episode zero. But I feel like that Joker and that Batman were a lot more, I don't know the word I'm looking for, violent? Yeah, well, that, Thomas Wayne had a casino yeah, where all the, the, the gangsters and stuff would go. But the thing that really got it for me was the Joker dressed up one of the twins as the Joker in that light. Yeah. And, and then Gordon came in and shot the one twin it was just violent it was a lot darker than it was a lot darker the universe that was created during flashpoint is just much more violent yeah i mean you see the children of shazam like getting stabbed (laughs) yeah (laughs) that is fair the shazam of that world has scars and everything all over his face from wonder woman what's his name captain thunder captain thunder they named him is that what they call him in that one yeah I think so. Okay. Now, I do have a, a issue that I have watched. Um, <laughs> the Flashpoint I've watched Paradox. Flashpoint Paradox twice in the last week. So I told Pat that on HBO Max, they have the Flashpoint animated movie called Flashpoint Paradox. And it's very, he watched it, very and he's like, man, it. that's like almost the exact same. And yeah. I go, yeah, but isn't it cool? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> no. So I was at my buddy's house last night, 
and mm. and we were trying to figure out things to watch and i was like i mean that's pretty good so he's like yeah. he turns it on and he's they watching have it. they have quite a few um quite a few good animated movies on there well, DC now, animated now i want to read the comic and then watch the movie the yeah don't i'm gonna give you a warning the long halloween and hush both disappointing they change too much stuff well i got hush right there i know but I'm just letting you know. I don't also, I the killing is I've it got the killing joke. That's not, they have a really the latter half of the killing joke movie is good. The beginning has something that I absolutely hate and not going to talk about right now. Okay. So moving on. Um, what about my you, favorite Chris? character? Uh, my favorite character. I mean, again, it, it's easy to say the Flash, right? Um, Thomas was interesting. Um, but, uh, really strong legs, really. I, you know, I, <laughs> I got a glare from Will for that one. I, I'll take it. Mm, I don't really want to, I don't know. I'll just pick the flash, I guess. I almost said the future rogues. I thought they were kind of interesting from the, from the pre, like the very beginning of that, the the pre-Road 2 stuff. Um, I thought the future yeah. rogues were pretty interesting. I wouldn't say they're my favorite characters, though, although I find seeing future policemen with the rogues tech uh, pretty interesting. But I don't know. It'd be it'd be Thomas and, and Barry. They, I mean, it's hard to not say they're the most interesting. I'd say if I include any spinoff stuff, though, um, Wonder Woman and Aquaman are super interesting in that world. Really, I, I wanna, really enjoy that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I want to read that one, too. Um, so that would be, if you go beyond just our reading assignment for Flashpoint, I, f- I find their stuff kind of interesting. Superman's so, is, too. So but, my... Uh, I was going to I was gonna say, like, the big difference between the movie and the comic, the movie had a lot of stuff with Supergirl in it, mm-hmm. whereas Superman was... They went and rescued him, but he didn't show up until the end. Yeah. Right. It just wouldn't have been as satisfying as a as a movie. Yeah. Not to mention the fact you don't have like reverse flash in it anyway. So I mean you already have I to mean, change they never, things. They would have had to do two movies. They would have had to do a to movie to it introduce, introduce reverse flash or try to shoehorn him in in the very beginning. I'm fairly flash certain Boy. they show a flashback to his mom's death. Maybe they don't. I uh, thought they I do. thought in Justice League he talks about how it's like a he, blur that comes in and she dies or something, isn't it? I mean, I know they're dealing I, with his dad being framed, but I thought that I thought that they did set up that it was him. See, the problem is the TV show heavily sets that up. It's oh, it's like right. straight up, yeah. Um, and I've seen Hardcore. just enough of the TV show that I remember what that looked like. Um, but anyway, what about? Did you have a least favorite part? Anybody have a part they absolutely didn't like? Well, I didn't like that. I didn't know how the much heroes and all, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, that, so that the was... disconnect was what you didn't like. Right. Not a specific scene, but like that for the issue. You mean? Right. Yeah. And I didn't like the Reverse Flash. That's because he's nasty. So arrogant and nasty, dude. But that's a good bad guy. Like you yeah. don't know. I would know <sighs> because if you if you're like oh. I the bad guy gonna... is such a great person, then he's not a good bad guy. I thought you were going to say, I do know because I'm a good bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, 
You call me disruptor. And you're I, a terrible bad guy though, because you're at <laughs> least moderately likable. Uh, moderately. Yeah, no, I don't. I, and I don't I, disrupt that often, do I? I that's right. <laughs> at least I try not to. Uh, no, uh, I like to dislike him. So yes, he is a good bad guy. Yeah, good bad guy. Least likable character, but not in like the, I didn't like this character kind right. of way. Yeah. I just cannot understand. And please explain this to me. Oh, no. How Captain Boomerang can hit the Flash at all. <laughs> I mean, the but reverse that... Flash got stabbed. Well, Here's I the thing. Here's the it. thing. Don't you think that about all of the Flash's rogues gallery, though, sometimes? Yes. Be like, oh, this guy's an ice gun. <laughs> this guy has a flamethrower. And this guy uses inventions, the toy master or toy man or whatever. Is, I can't think of his name. The one that the that Mark Hamill played in the old 90s Flash. Trickster. Trickster. That was his name. Trickster. Um, and then you have, like, the tornado guy and the weather wizard. Or the one guy's called, like, Twister or something like that. Yeah. A cyclone something. <laughs> and then you have a weather wizard. And you're like, the reason they have to team up, I think, is to be able to hit him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't know. Boomerang is just... it's. It's that rogues gallery thing, man. It's all coming back. In the CW Flash, their answer to how do you fight somebody that has super speed is, well, pretty much every villain that he's going to go up against that's substantial in the series has super speed or just threatens other people. Well, I mean, to be fair, (laughs) that's really the only way you can fight somebody with super speed. Not necessarily. It would depend on their level of expertise and your superpower. I mean, in the because show... Just because you have super speed doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you can take a hit. Like, so, uh, in the comic books, the Flash has this thing called the near-infinite mass punch because he'll run almost to light speed around the world, which increases his cellular mass because of the speed that he's moving and all this stuff. And right. then when he hits people... It's like a physics thing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, And so when he hits people, he can hit, like, super hard. Right. But... Like, really, if just because you're fast, like, if you ran up to somebody who could turn themselves into steel uh-huh. and you just started punching them, but you had the body or, or what strength of, like, a normal person, you could just hit a lot more, you're still going to break your hands punching somebody who's, like, that strong. So don't use your hands. Pick something up and use that instead. No, but, I, dude, if you hit a steel <laughs> girder, what are you going to hit it with that's going to hurt it? If you're going... Almost the speed of light. Anything you throw in no, no, steel no. But, is going but it, to for him go to move. It. Oh yeah, for him to do that, to, for him to be near the speed of light, Even he has to run around the world. The speed of light. But do you understand what I'm saying? Like normally, when he's fighting, he's not running more than like no, no. 50 feet. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm disagreeing with it. it. He can't go that fast in that distance in the comics. But he's fast enough that he can make the distance happen. What I'm saying is. <laughs> He is going that to be almost impossible. you think he should impossible. run around the world every time he needs to hit somebody? Well, no. <laughs> Depends on who it is. I just like that you're like, the Flash is my favorite, but nothing about his villains will ever make sense with the exception of Reverse Flash. Pretty much. Yeah. Or Superman. I mean, in the CW Or anybody, any of the, the Kryptonians. To be or... fair, Captain Boomerang didn't have regular boomerangs. He was using Black Lantern energy this time. Is then that what there that you was? go. I didn't. 
I didn't yeah, read all of it beforehand. Well, so that's be okay. First off, for you to even know about that, because he doesn't know that much about it, you'd have to read like the whole Green Lantern run yeah, to know yeah. about that. Yeah, I mean, well, really, you only have to read Blackest Night. But if you're going to read that and ha and enjoy it, you have to read literally the whole Green Lantern run. Let's do that's it. Nuts. Well, yeah, that's what we should do after Nightfall. But yeah, but anyway. I, I just if you can move that fast, I was gonna. Even somebody that's like made of steel. Like I think you were the saying, problem it, is we'll that we'll never be able to hit him. In the CW <laughs> show, Oliver does shoot the Flash as like a point, like oh, you need to be trained in order to do this. He's like, no, I just move real fast. He's like, okay, whatever. He shoots an uh, arrow at him. He's like, yeah, look, I just caught it. It's nothing. He's like, oh, it's in preparation. And he had set up two, uh, like remote. They were uh, crossbows. That uh -huh. triggered, and Barry was just standing there and shoots him in the back. It's it's the element of surprise. It's like some big scene. The one Every, thing you'll never find on the periodic table. Yeah. <laughs> Except they made no, that a superhero that's, that's in that show. H. On the periodic table. Ah. ah. <laughs> it's either surprise or really refreshing. Right. Uh, no. Um, right. I understand that. But if I'm in a fight, I'm not slowing down. Okay. Here's the thing. Realistically... When the Flash was created and these villains were first made, he d it wasn't written going as fast as he does now. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, it does get... That like he's pretty crazy. Back, he was, back he was in just the a Silver sprinter. Age, back in the Silver Age, when Captain Cold would freeze the road where he was going to run and he'd slip and fall. Right, which that's in paradox, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's true. I mean, but no, but I mean, like technically, that's his one. Weakness. Technically, Ice. if you wrote things with the Flash actually being as powerful as what he's written he's as, actually is, everybody would be dead. Like he would literally just vibrate in to anywhere and vibrate oh, his hand into their heads about that. and remove it and liquefy brains, and there would be nobody with the exception oh, no. of another speedster or maybe Superman he's that really could good. ever stop he's not him. Do that. I mean, there's a, that comic where he is faster than Superman. You were telling me about Rebirth. it. He, yeah, in Rebirth, Jeff, Jeff they Johns. Would, they, would, they would challenge each other all the time to races, and sometimes the Flash would win, sometimes Superman would win, and then Barry was trying to run back into the speed force, and Superman is like, oh, I'm going to catch you and he's like i'm flash not gonna let like, you do this barry yeah the flash says it's not a race this time it just smokes him well no what he does is superman goes you know i've beaten you before and the flash looks at him and goes and i've always held back and then he just goes and he's gone <laughs> but again but again that's how he is written for that story <laughs> right Anyway, but I don't disagree that people with freeze rays and boomerangs and weather control should really be, be able to beat the no, because it's part of your criticism. This is the criticism part portion. Yeah, but if I start criticizing superheroes because they're overpowered, it's uh, we're going to do that every Your time. thing is isn't even that it's overpowered. Your criticism is that his villain shouldn't be able to affect him. I mean, yeah. It's more of a criticism on how they write the villains that are supposed to be threatening to him. I mean, the only way that those villains are threatening to the Flash is if he stops to talk to them <laughs> and then gets distracted. That's like he does. Like he does. 
So, so his really, weakness is ADHD. Maybe he's but not read my a favorite whole villain. Library. Or maybe he's not my favorite oh, whatever. superhero. We'll read some more. We'll wait and see what you think. And we got to read more Flash. And you got you got to do stuff like that just to keep it interesting. I get it. Like well, if, yeah. If he was as good as he should be, then nobody would ever be able to touch him. No, you'd just be like, oh look, this comic was two yeah. pages long. It was like, here's a villain. Now he's in jail. <laughs> now he's in jail. <laughs> And the Flash just put him there, it and was nobody a, saw it. It was a, just like that blooper at the end of... Oh, I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. Oh. Uh, Hell it back. Oh, jeez. I didn't know Sorry. what was about to happen. <laughs> Sorry. <then> I, I, <laughs> I, that You said that. Something popped in my head. I think you know what blooper I'm I talking about. I know what about. you're talking about. Don't say but it. But Chris hasn't finished it yet, so... My wife doesn't read or listen to the bloopers, so I made her do it when we finished the Dread God. <laughs> God, I think there's some good ones in that one. Oh, yeah. The captain had I some good to, ones, too. I need to oh, go I through those books and read the bloopers for those. So, they weren't bloopers. Um, oh, did yeah. he add he bloopers? bloopers? He also added yeah. extended scenes online that you can read now to those. Nice. He's added some new parts. Um, what about you, Will? Did you have a least favorite part, least favorite character? Uh, nothing that really stood out. Um, as far as, you know anybody who wasn't really well done maybe like i have the opposite because i didn't know anything about those superheroes they didn't really mean too much to me yeah and so i just kind of I, I blew them off as this is just a one-off story yeah i was just more curious like i'm seeing all these yeah. people i'm like i have no idea who these people are in general i don't know how they changed i don't i would like i think it was more of i would like to know more yeah, I was, maybe I was thinking this isn't a great story to start with because we have no context. Like maybe it would be better no. if I knew. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really. I, I didn't. I kind of said before I liked how they were trying to set up the elemental woman, but it's just so random where Enchantress was the the. That's the one spy. of my criticisms. Is like it just kind of comes out of left field. It feels like I still can't believe I didn't pick that up on that. Yeah, they were asking her, like, "Oh, why did you do this?" She's like, "Oh, just because." Because I just want to have fun. Like, I don't care I just, which side I'm on. Yeah, she says something like that. Like, like oh, that. I just, I just want to attack and have chaos and use my superpowers. Boom, 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 boom. That's what she said. Yep, just like boom, that. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Zappity zap. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be killed Billy. I'm surprised they dude, straight up killed a child in this. I'm not because they up. they knew they could do whatever they wanted because it was going away. They were like, we're going all in. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna wreck stuff. We're we're but gonna kill a preteen. I thought that uh that would be my one criticism. My other one is when Barry does kind of blow off his family. I understand that it's like he's dealing with this stuff and he's just come back to life recently. Um, cause rebirth happens like just a little ways before that. And, um, you have all this stuff going on that he's processing and he's thinking about the loss of his mom and if he can change it. But at the same time, I, I always feel like Barry's been the, the link that like, I feel like he understands his place as a speedster and that he connects all of the others and, and he's like their, uh, like their patriarch almost like the person they look up to generationally. And so I thought it was kind of, I just think it's kind of lame that they have him blowing them off. Cause I'm just like, 
Yeah, I mean, in some... It seems kind of crappy for a Barry, for a Barry move. I think you told me that in some versions of The Flash, he is the Speed Force. Yeah, they established that in Rebirth, is that it's because he runs and generates the Speed Force that there is a Speed Force. It gets a little loopy, though. Like... Where have I heard that before? Was that in the movie? I think that's a little bit in the comic, because Motorcycle Guy... He's like, oh, you can use it directly. Hot Pursuit has had the motorcycle. And then he kind of takes some of Barry's speed force. Yeah, he zaps him. Sucks him dry there for a minute. But then Wally can also just... That's where it was. Or Bart can also just also run. Yeah, but they draw off of it. But like Jeff Johns created canon that basically claims that Barry is like... Inherently is part of the Speed Force itself, right? So, in the Rebirth thing, I think that they—that's where they go over that. I'm pretty sure. Well, I think it was in that comic where somebody actually said he is the Speed Force. Maybe the, it might have been the ones we read. I don't remember, but yeah. it's very possible. Um, you guys have anything else to add to this? Then, no, I the, really liked it. Cool. What about you? You good? Yep, I'm good. Awesome. So. How many lightning bolts out of five? I was going to say cosmic treadmills. Ooh, I like cosmic many, treadmills better. How many cosmic treadmills out of five, Pat? What are you giving it? Five. Wow. We got a five. He really liked it. Pat recommended it. I'm not surprised it. considering as a hero he moved up. He he ran up, he, he ran up <laughs> that, the, the, the list that the much. The list, yeah. So that's super cool. But that's kind of the whole point of why we do this. That's what you were kind of hoping for. Right. It's like the exposure of it and getting to experience things and be like, that guy was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. A five. I would would also give it a five. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Now I feel (laughs) so many cosmic treadmills. So. We got 10 cosmic treadmills at this point. So I feel like because peer pressure i said that it is the reason i got into comics which would ultimately be part of the reason we're even here right now so you're gonna give it a three i, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like i have to give it a five for you its influence you really um, don't yeah peer pressure but but to be honest give it a I love the world of Flashpoint so much. Like whether or not the the event itself is like they've done other events that are awesome, but the world of Flashpoint, I would read whole comic runs that follow the alternate reality that's there because it's so mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And I love I'm going to tell you what, since I first read it, I have never forgotten the impact of the twist of finding out that Barry caused it when he thought it was his villain and it was his own choice that did it to me, the level of writing that, that like for that to have stuck with me, it's like your whole thing with Mistborn, right? Like you read Mistborn 15 plus years ago, but the end of the series has always stuck with you. And that's why you'll suggest it to people. Mm -hmm. So when we were talking about stuff to read and one of you said, Oh, you know, I like flash stuff. I think it was, it was you will. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Oh, we'll definitely read flashpoint. Like that was one of the first things that I, that I thought so. I'll give it a five two, just so we have man ooh. five point two five two. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I'm glad we both reached for the same joke. <laughs> we did. Oh, you heard it here first. So folks. this is our this is our second. Yeah. So Guardians unanimous five Guardians and Flashpoint by Jeff Johns, which means that we will have to definitely 
uh, maybe read some spinoff flashpoints. Because we said if we all give it a five, like for Guardians, we'll need to go back and eventually read the rest of the series or work the series in, whether it's all at once like we're kind of doing Batman Mm -hmm. or it's like every so often we work the next part in. Uh, Maybe we should do that with some of the spinoffs for Flashpoint or something. See See how those go. It sounds like you both liked that idea of it too. Also, uh, France, I, I want to say Francis Manipal, uh, what a name. did, did the, the new 52 flash run. And I subscribed to that for a long time and I loved it. And here's the thing. Longtime flash fans will argue that they don't like it as much because it's Barry doing the things that Wally did because Wally is actually before flash rebirth and the new 52 and Flashpoint and all this stuff. Wally was the most powerful Flash. He'd actually learned from Barry and taken it to a level that Barry never reached. Like, he, I think he was the first to really do the controlled vibration of the molecules. And I believe Wally got to a point where he didn't have to have the cosmic treadmill. And, like, like he had surpassed his mentor. And um, so when they do the new 52, Wally, like, doesn't exist when it first starts. He's just mm-hmm. gone and instead of being this important character. So a lot of people who were Flash fans, super, super upset about it. But the way they do Barry is so good in the new 52. And even the older stuff and the stuff with Wally's really good. Um, Wally's a bit sillier. Like he, he has a more of a sense of humor than Barry does. Barry tends to be a little more cut and dry um, as that police officer kind of vibe. Um, but But yeah, I loved it. I did. I looked forward to reading it again. I read the extra stuff. If I would have had more time or not been reading Spider-Man, I, I backed off on that some. Ever since we started Spider-Man, though, I've been reading a bunch of Spider-Man. <laughs> um, but I, I would have read even more. But yeah, so we'll do that. We'll keep track. It's our second second five trio. Yeah. So. Great. Yeah. That's because when The Flash is done well, it's so fun. It's like such cool stories. Yeah. But I feel like you could say that about a lot of superheroes. But Batman and Flash, for sure. I feel like both of them. Green Lantern, you know, he's he's up there for me personally. But Good old Hal. Yeah, if that's the one you like. <laughs> but anyway, so does anybody have anything else to add at this point? No? Oh, I had Here something. We, did you? Well, oh, what the, oh, what the freaking government did to Superman. Oh, dude. What the heck? Yeah, project yeah, that, project zero or one or what was he called? Like it was subject one. Subject subject. And, and I really liked how in the comic book they changed his suit, so it's kind of references the whole symbol of hope because oh. it has an S. Yeah, but then it also has a number one because mm-hmm. he's subject, subject one. Subject one. Yeah. And yeah, and then they show the bones of a canine, and that was subject two. I know, and you're like, oh, and you're like, crypto. oh, crypto. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they said there are three rockets landed. Yeah, I don't know who the third, the third one was. The third is they... Supergirls. Yeah, it's, I was going to say it's it Kara's. To... Is it? In the, yeah, she's because she's from Candor. She's from Krypton's moon, and canonically, like she does land after him, even though she was older than him at the time. But because of the travel, he becomes older than her. Okay. But yeah, yeah. So so he, she would have been subject three then, I think. But I know I have yeah. that one. I have the uh, the Flashpoint world of of Supermans. I, so, I own that one too. Yeah, I just wanted to 
Yeah. I'm well, point that out because stupid government. <laughs> but that's totally what they would do, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred percent. That's how it would happen. Uh, but well, I also like the fact that uh, Thomas Wayne was not a, a technophile like Bruce Wayne is. I just thought that was funny. The older generation. Oh, didn't yeah. Use computers. I had this yeah. old. <laughs> that's that's really true. Old I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. That is funny. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's all I got. Well, next week's issue is going to be the conclusion of Night Quest. So that's exciting. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to be ending Night Quest and then, you know, one step closer to Night's End and the end of the Nightfall Saga. So hopefully uh, you've been enjoying listening to that ongoing idea. Uh, I think we've all enjoyed doing an ongoing series. Uh, so we'll have to discuss if we want to do that again after this. Keep working in those those off and on weeks, and you know if you if you do have a suggestion for an ongoing series, you can send us an email. <laughs> and you know, email us at longbox at guyswithissues dot com. Yeah, so there you go. You can tell that we have it established because we say it all throughout the. <laughs> issue. That's right. We're proud of ourselves. But well, if that's all for today, I'm Patrick. This is Will. And I'm Chris. I hello. Listen to the two guys with his shoes. Like how Will was expected him to be surprised again. So it threw me off. Yeah. There we go. Wonderful. You can catch the new issue of Guys With Issues each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Or check out our website, guyswithissues.com, where you can listen, find reading lists, follow along, and get to know us better. You can also find us on Instagram at guys underscore with underscore issues and on Facebook at Guys With Issues. Send us emails to longbox at guyswithissues.com and tell us your thoughts. Send us suggestions on what we should read next. We would love to hear from our listeners. be pressured by a four-year-old. Uh, please. It takes more peer pressure than that.